Don't tell me when to start, I'll start when I want to start. Hey guys, this is Mike from Dallas Geek. Brad's behind the camera, say hi Brad. Don't care Brad. Uh, today we are here with... Suzanne. Okay, and where are we? You are at the Ripley's Believe It or Not booth here at Dallas Fan Expo. We were just talking, you said this is y'all's first year here at the Expo, correct? It's our first year at the Expo. We're so excited to be here. We just wanted to show all the fans just like how diverse Ripley is. Uh, it's our 100th anniversary. Uh, yeah, December of 1918, Robert Ripley did uh, the very first cartoon. Okay. And that's really where it all started. And he was sent all around the world. Uh, and people didn't believe all of the weird news that he was bringing to people in the cartoon. He really invented the weird news genre. Yeah. So what he did is he started collecting things and bringing them back. And that's the basis of our collection. Uh, one of them being the Iron Maiden that is behind us. But as we've grown, you know, we acquire a new exhibit almost every single day. Okay. And so we like to keep things, uh, we have, you know, we kind of have classic vintage Ripley things like this vampire killing kit. Uh, it's an authentic vampire killing kit. Anything you would need to vanquish a vampire. How do you test the authenticity of that? So they were sold in the 1800s to gullible tourists. Okay, but it has everything you would need that you would presumably think to vanquish a vampire. Holy water, garlic, a Bible, a cross, a stake, all of it. A lot of them have guns as well with silver bullets in case you happen upon a werewolf. Because if you're gonna, you know, meet a vampire, you the, might the be The cliches, a werewolf. essentially. Absolutely. Um, but we have about 35 in our collection and no two are the same, which is really cool. We've never seen two alike. So they're all handcrafted, handmade, all different and unique. Yeah. So that's different. Yep. Um, which I guess Ripley's is known for is, is, is the stuff that's different and, yeah. and I guess bizarre and out there. Yeah. But you guys brought some kind of more pop culture stuff with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So yeah, we people definitely know us for our traditional odd, unbelievable, unique, bizarre, but it's also about one of a kind, something you can't see anywhere else. Okay. And so we have the lightsaber that Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker himself, used in Empire Strikes Back. And uh, we know the exact scene that it was used in. Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously on a movie set, they make multiples of props. Uh, but we know the exact scene that this one was used in. It was when he's on the ice planet Hoth, and he's hanging upside down the ice, and the Wampus about to get him. And he's like, you know, has to use the force to save his life and get that lightsaber. This is the one that we have. Can I hold it later? I don't know. It's a, you know, it's hard to get it out of the case, but I tried, we'll talk. I tried. I tried. We'll talk. I tried. Um, but what's really interesting, if you look at the camera next to it, you're thinking, why do we have a camera next to the lightsaber here? Well, give it a look. So it's a 1930s graphics camera. Get rid of the camera part. Look at the flashbulb. Get rid of the flashbulb. Look at the handle. That is what the lightsaber was. The first movie was super low budget. The props department was really looking for innovative ways to create these props. So it all came from a 1930s camera, you know, and if you look at it up close, you can see where the button where you would flash for the photography is the where you would hit to get the lightsaber. Started. That's interesting. I guess you never really kind of think about the, the origin of it, right? right? And you know, the ingenuity behind it too, especially when you're so low budget in the beginning like right. that, right? You have to be very creative. Uh, and then this is our homage to Harrison Ford up here. This is a blaster from Return of the Jedi. So that also is screen used. And we also have Indiana Jones's bullwhip. And this one we too, we know the exact scene it was used in. 
The Last Crusade. It's my favorite indie movie. He's in the castle and he has to save his father because the Nazis are coming, right? So he has to like take the whip and go from one room to the next room and save Sean Connery. That's this is the whip that was. Just it's actually movie. funny because I actually watched that last night. Did you really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we also have a, a hoverboard that Michael J. Fox used in Back in the Future 2. We have his lace-up Nike sneakers as well. They're not here today, unfortunately. I know, I know. I was going to ask if I could wear them. on loan to another museum, but they will be in Orlando at Megacon if anyone can make it out there. Speaking of Megacon, I guess we were talking before. So you guys have never really done like the 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 normal convention circuit. No, this is our first year doing it, and we're really excited. We're launching, um, we're coming back to TV. Okay. Uh, it's June 9th, Sunday, 9 p.m. on Travel Channel, hosted by none other than Bruce Campbell. That seems oddly appropriate. He is such a perfect fit. We just finished rapping, and he is a huge fan of Ripley's, and, you know, it's the fourth iteration of the show. Rob Ripley did it in the 40s. Jack Palance in the 80s, Dean Kane in 2000s, and we're coming back strong. And we really wanted to get uh, engaged with this amazing audience that, you know, it's like, we're your people. We have the stuff that you like, you know, come and, come and visit, you know. We're not trying to sell you anything. We just want you to say, we like, Ripley's is cool. And we just want to show you what it is. Yeah, so, so I guess with this being the 100 year anniversary, was that a conscious effort that you guys wanted to kind of branch out more and kind of reach out more into? Absolutely, absolutely. We know that the people at Fan Expo and the people that go to the conventions are just the people that would love what we have. Because we, you know, we have, you know, 30 Ripley's Believe It or Not physical locations that you can visit all around the world. But we're also do a media company. So we put out fresh content every day with blogs, social media, creating YouTube uh, videos. So really, you know, you can go to a physical location, you can read a book, watch a TV show, or go to our website. You're always gonna have something crazy, unusual, and amazing to see. Awesome. So um, this thing to my left, yeah. do you want to talk about that? Because I am uh, so grossed out by it. Yeah, <laughs> as you should be, but it's oddly intriguing. And so you see people walk by it yeah. and then they say, no, 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 but okay. So this is a human hairball. So it's a barber in Ohio and he wanted to create something for Ripley's. And that was his mission. And he was like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna create for Ripley's? So he started saving his clippings and he started. He just started clumping them together with glue and started creating this human hairball. It's all human hair. We don't take wigs. We don't take dog hair or pet hair. We will take beard hair. All human hair, and there's no like like foam core. Like it is 100%. This weighs over 125 pounds, and we have the Ripley Barber Shop open here at Mega at Dallas Fan Expo today, where we're taking your donations. Which so we actually saw somebody do it like as we were setting up. Oh yeah, absolutely. We did had over 125 people donate to it yesterday. So we take just a little bit. It's a it's a tiny little piece in the back. You're never gonna notice that it's gone. And then we send you an email that says you are now certified that you are part of the Ripley's Believe It or Not collection. You get your photo. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's just super cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, nice way to kind of get the fans involved. Absolutely. Uh, so I guess if anybody was coming out this weekend, what's the one thing that you would want them to come out and see? Uh, they they got to contribute to the human hairball. They have to. But really, we have something for everybody. I said we've got you know the the, the movie props. Um, that everyone loves Star Wars, but it's also that authentic Ripley's, like I was talking, the Vampire Killing Kit. I didn't even talk about the shrunken heads. You know, Ripley's has the largest collection of shrunken heads, and it's, you know, you wanna know how they're made. Is it as gross as the hairball? 
It depends. I don't know. Perhaps. It's uh, it's not an easy story, but I'll tell it to you. I'll tell it to you as nicely as I can. Okay, so, you know, a human uh, shrunken heads are about the size of a fist, right? And basically, they were war trophies. Uh, the Jabaro tribe um, in Ecuador, uh, you know, when you defeated your enemy, uh, you would then shrink their head and then wear it as a necklace. Because what's more imposing than a man running at you with a necklace full of human heads of people he defeated? Yeah, I think I'd turn and run the other you way. You would run the other way. So they were their enemies. So, I mean, so step one, kill your enemy. Sure. Step two, chop off their head. Step F following so far, yeah, okay. Step three, you kind of got to slit up through the back of the head and then take the skull off, right? And then you sew it back up. And then they had this these special herbs that they would stuff the head with. And then it would be a couple of week process of uh, boiling, leathering, and tanning, um, where they would boil it for hours, take it out, dry it in the sun, put it back in, all of that. It was a process they called Sansa, T-S-A-N-A-S-A. Uh, -A -A. Um, and that would so how they would shrink it to the size of a human head. So these here, most of the human, the shrunken heads are male because, you know, warriors, it's going to be men on the battlefield. Um, and their lips are sewn shut. Uh, it's because they really believed um, that they had a soul and they wanted to continue to torment their enemies in the afterlife. So they would sew their lips shut to keep the soul inside to keep tormenting their enemy. It's a very comforting thought. Very comforting. We have a couple of female human uh, shrunken heads and we know that because their lips aren't shown, shown, sewn shut. It's like... <laughs> um, because women don't have souls, so it didn't matter. You know, I feel like usual, that statement's oddly appropriate. Usual, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't send me any emails. I won't read them anyway. Any plans to be here in the fall for fan days, or, or where are you guys going for the rest of the year? Yeah, so ripleys.com slash cons, C-O-N-S, has our schedule. Right now, we have on our roster Dallas Fan Expo is our first. We're going to MegaCon in Orlando. We're going to be at San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con is going to be something completely different than what you see here. It's, uh, it's, I can't even, I can't tell you, but be on the lookout if you're going to be in San Diego for Comic-Con. And then we'll be up in Toronto for Dallas Fan Expo. Okay, very cool. And then we also do um, oddities conventions. So they're, they're much smaller, uh, you know, not as large as these, but really interesting stuff. And they're oddity conventions all over lots of towns, and we do a lot of those as well. Awesome, awesome. Before we go, um, Right there at the camera, any yes. shameless plugs that you want to give, anything yes. like that? Yes, go to ripleys.com. You'll find our links to our blogs, all of our social media. Follow us, sign up for a new letter, newsletter. You won't be disappointed. And watch us, Travel Channel, June 9th, Bruce Campbell. It's going to be groovy. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, Clever. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you guys heard her. Go check them out. Um, check out the schedule if you guys want to come out or if you guys get out this weekend. It's a pretty cool setup, so we definitely recommend it. And uh, donate to the hairball because it's gross. I think he should. I think he should. I don't have enough hair to donate. But All right, guys. Well, uh, until next time, this was Mike with Dallas Geek. Bye, guys. All right, guys. Brad is donating to the giant hairball at the Ripley's booth. Five or six inches off the top. Uh, Take it all. All right, ready? All right. And one, two, three. Problem, buddy. All right, you've earned it. Where do you want place on the hairball? Right there. You're in the shot, Brad. Awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate awesome. it. You're part of the hairball. All right. <laughs>